Welcome back to Straight Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Zach Humphrey, and this is week seven wrap-up in the NFL. Man, and I'm telling you. Did the Patriots just lay the smack down on the Jets or what? I mean, Sam Donald got embarrassed tonight. How many? I think he had three turnovers. Tom Brady let the Patriots on another great win. Defense was impressive to say the least. Pitching a shutout. Not many times you get to see that in the NFL. Somebody gets shut out. That's how bad it was. 33 to nothing. And I was wrong. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. I had the Jets playing a decent game. I thought they would be a lot more competitive than this. Um, the only highlight for the Jets was Le'Veon Bell, 15 carries for 70 yards. Um, Tom Brady didn't have a lights-out game. He only had one touchdown, but Sony Michelle, I believe, had three. But all of them were carries inside, like, inside, like the five-yard line, I believe. Um, the Jets just looked horrible on offense. Horrible. And turned the ball over. I mean, it was just bad. Just bad. Um, but the game I want to talk about is yesterday's game. Cowboys and Eagles. And Amari Cooper showed up. And when Amari Cooper's healthy, the Cowboys are one of the best teams in football. I'm sorry. And he can stretch the field. You can't stack the box on Zeke. There's, you, you can't get pressure on Dak Prescott with that offensive line. He was 21 to 27. I don't believe the two, I don't think he had any interceptions. Let me double check, make sure. Um, he threw one pick, one pick, but it wasn't a costly pick. I mean, that defense shut down Carson Wentz. He only had 191 yards and 16 to 26. Um, they had 28 total rushes for 115 yards, but it was basically running back by committee for Philadelphia. They didn't look that good offensively. Um, receiving core, all he has is Zach Ertz he's throwing to, and everybody else just, I mean, Alshon Jeffries didn't have a great game. He should have had a good game. Um, they're still missing Deshaun Jackson, which is hurting them bad. And you go into Jerry World playing the Cowboys, you better bring on your guns. Because if that offensive line is healthy, they're going to they gonna spank you. I mean, that defense is all world. Them boys can move. They're fast. They're physical. They get to the quarterback. And, you know, they wreak a lot of havoc. But the Cowboys are taking over the NFC East. Now they lead with their 4-3. to three. And I think Philly's now three and four. So, I mean, just, whew, that just looks scary every time I think about it. Because the Cowboys are healthy. I don't see nobody in the NFC East being competitive with them. Um, another great game, I got to say, and give credits and kudos to the New Orleans Saints going to Chicago and beat the Chicago Bears 36-25. You know, people don't give Teddy Bridgewater enough credit, but this guy has played impeccable football all year long. You know, hasn't lost a game. Drew Bees will be back next week, and he's kept them afloat 
I mean, Latavius Murray had 27 carries for 119 yards. They had a balanced attack, and they were physical with the Bears. On defense, they they gave the Bears the business. And how old is Ted Ginn Jr.? That he's still beating guys downfield? Like, come on now. The man got to be 140 years old. Still beating people downfield. Impressive. Big win for the Ravens over the Seahawks, 30-16. Um, Ravens showed up and showed out. I mean, Lamar Jackson had 14 carries for 116 yards. Um, I don't think he had any turnovers. Zero interceptions. He didn't throw the ball too well. I mean, he was 9-20, 143 yards, no passing TDs. But they ran the ball down Seattle's throat. Mark Ingram had another 46 yards and 12 carries. Gus Edwards had 35 yards on eight carries. Um, they had 35 rushes for only for almost, 100, almost 200 yards. They were getting 5.7 yards a carry. So they were controlling the clock, dominating them up front, and playing solid defense. And you go into the Legion of Boom and beat them at home? Ooh. Telling you right now, the Ravens is for real. The Ravens are for real. And that's going to be very interesting. The Chiefs got a big problem. You know, they still looking at the Pat Mahomes situation, injuring his knee, even though they blew out the Broncos 30-6. Rams 37-10 over the, over the Falcons. Um, Rams got a lot of work to do. I don't even want to talk about that game. Bills are five and one at thirty-one and twenty-one. Um, I'm not completely sold on the Bills, but five wins is five wins. Uh, great game up in Detroit with the Vikings and the Lions. The Lions came up short. Um, I tell you what, Dalvin Cook is a monster. <laughs> that dude, he gets it going. You, you don't get a pass rush on Kirk Cousins. And they're going to put some points up on you and put some points up on you fast. Um, the Raiders and the Packers. Aaron Rodgers sitting at 6-1. and one. I believe he had five touchdowns in this game. Threw for 25-31, 429 yards. Um, Josh Jacobs for the Raiders had 21 carries and 124 yards. He was their only highlight. But I'm going to tell you this, Aaron Rodgers is amazing. Something you probably already knew, but I don't think he had one starting receiver in that game. Not one. Um, he basically played with the second team receivers and torched them. Um, everybody had at least... What was it? At least two catches. Um, Marquez Valdez-Scan, I don't know what his name is. Uh, he had a touchdown. Jimmy Graham had a touchdown. You know he's going to get his. Uh, Jake Comoro, he had a touchdown reception. Aaron Jones had a touchdown reception. Jamal Williams had a touchdown reception. So he just used everybody and just picked the Raiders apart. Um, the Raiders were in this game for a little bit. But it was a foregone conclusion. You know, these boys 
are racking them up. Uh, the Packers are for real. Six and one. Defense is playing well. Um, didn't have any turnovers that I could see. You know, they had a couple of turnovers. Um, Derek Carr was doing an exception, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he threw away one turnover, but, you know, they played solid football. Very solid football. Um, no sacks, but they were flying around the ball. And I got to tell you this, though. For the Raiders to be at 3-3 three and three right now, no one could have even given them that. And that's impressive to me enough. John Gruden's doing a hell of a job with that team. Um, Josh Jacobs is a beast. He is a beast. That kid is amazing. But Packers are on a roll, man. They're on a roll. They are definitely on a roll. Right now, next game we're going to talk about is... Um, Colts, Texans. Knew that was going to go down. Um, Jacoby Brissett is the truth. Four TDs, had a great game. Um, they're playing at home. The Texans, for some reason, they don't ever show up away. They don't show up sometimes. And coming off that big win against Kansas City, I figured they really weren't going to do too well. But, you know, that defense is very strong. Very strong defense. Got a great pass rush. Um, the Colts defense, that is. And really gave Deshaun Watson some problems. Um, he didn't have his best game. Um, 23 or 34, even though he threw him at 308 yards, threw for two interceptions. You can't, you can't turn over the ball in this league twice, especially on interceptions and expect to win. You know, he had a decent game, but, you know, three turnovers from Houston's standpoint, you're not going to win a football game. You can't afford to turn the ball over. I'm sorry. NFL is too, every possession counts, especially when you're playing a good team. You know, so Houston, they're still going to be in contention, but I think Indianapolis, I like what I'm seeing out of Jacoby Brissett, and I think they're going to be there at the end of the year. I like what I'm seeing from them, good defense, great offense. Jacoby Brissett's coming into his own, and I really like that team. I really like them. San Francisco 49ers pitched a shutout nine to nothing <laughs> against the 40 against the Redskins in the rain. That must have been some terrible condition to play in. Pouring down raining in Washington, and they pulled it out. But they are sitting at six and zero, which is highly impressive. Now, my New York Giants and the Arizona Cardinals. Everybody's yelling, Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes. Mm, mm, mm. Um, I'm not sold on him yet. Do another interception. Um, he's got some turnover issues. I mean, three fumbles, two of them lost. So he had three turnovers by himself. Um, you know, he's got to take better care of the football. I understand it was raining, and I give it that, but Kyler Murray, even though he made a rookie mistake, 
in the last two minutes by going out of bounds and not sliding. Didn't turn the ball over. 14 to 21. Got out of pressure when he needed to get out of pressure. Um, and had a solid game. Um, he only threw for 104 yards, but he made good key decisions. And that's something I'm not seeing out of Daniel Jones. I know he doesn't have much to work with in the receiving core, but he's got to do smarter and better things with the football. And over time, that's going to come. But the turnovers are not helping at all. And if he was going to make these kind of turnovers and these kind of mistakes, he was better off, better off sitting on the bench and learning this year and let Eli take those bumps because the offensive line is horrible. They're still not pass. They're just horrible on pass protection. I mean, some games they show up, some games they don't. I mean, you're getting beat by a 20-year veteran practically in Terrell Suggs. And it might take anything away from him, but that man's been around for a long time. And he was getting in the backfield with no problems. None. And that, that should not happen at all. You gotta protect the quarterback much better than that. You have to. Because if you don't and you continue to go this route and not protecting the quarterback and not having good pass protection, Daniel Jones is gonna continue to make the same mistakes. And that's not good for the Giants. That's not good for Giant football. And we're going to be in trouble. So, Giants going ahead next week. I hope, I think it's a bye week for them. I think it's a bye week. I hope it is because we need, we need a bye week. Week eight, we're at the midpoint in the NFL. And, you know, it's much needed for some teams. It is definitely much needed. Um, the Giants need a break if they're coming up in week eight, but they need to pass rush. They need to get a pass rush on the, on the other team's quarterback defensively. They just don't do it. Like, Kyler Murray was getting away at will. You know, I don't think they even hurried him, truth be told. I mean, they had a couple of sacks, but it was like he had, it's like he's had time. And you can't give even that kid that much time. He'll pick you apart. But he made some good decisions with the football. If he didn't have a play, you know, even if he had to take the sack, he took the sack. The only bad thing I could say about him was that last play, he ran out, he ran out of bounds when he should have slid. With two, two and some chains left to go, and the Giants couldn't even move the football. Now, I'll say it was raining, get that. But you got to be a football player. You go out there in all weather conditions, regardless. But next week up, week eight, the Giants are at the Lions. Um, Giants are two and five, the Lions are two and three. Um, I don't see the Giants winning that game. I don't. I don't. Um, even with Saquon, they're playing in the dome. I don't see them win that game. I really don't. They just keep regressing. They're not progressing on defense. Um, the pass protection is very weak. 
So unless Saquon has an all-out game and he breaks a couple off of them, I don't see him win that game. It'll be competitive, but they'll, they'll still end up losing. Eagles and the Bills. Going into Buffalo. I don't know. <sighs> I mean, it always a game time decision. If Deshaun Jackson comes back for the Eagles, we'll see. But the Bills are looking strong. Very strong. Um, Seattle. Battle of the Birds. <laughs> One bird season going up, other bird season going down. Seattle versus the Falcons, you know Seattle's going to take that game. Redskins, Vikings, who really cares? You know the Redskins are going to lose and lose bad because they just, they're just tanking this season, basically. Uh, Buccaneers, Titans, that's a toss-up in that game. Um, you know, with the Titans benching Mariota, I find that kind of – that's like quick hook with this kid. He's supposed to be a franchise quarterback. I mean, if James Winston's still getting a shot, put Mariota back in. You can't, you can't do no worse. Um, Broncos, Colts. Colts winning that game. Rams, Bengals. Rams winning that game. Cardinals, Saints should be interesting. Um, Drew Brees supposed to be back for that game. I like Kyler Murray in the dome. Uh... Saints is going to go to 7-1, but it should be an entertaining game. Jets, Jags, out of what I've seen from the Jets tonight, ugh, they need some receivers. Um, Jags should beat the Jets in that game. Panthers, 49ers, that's going to be a slugfest. They're playing in San Fran. If the weather's right, I want to see McCaffrey get off. I don't think Cam Newton's going to be back yet. I think he, I don't think he is back yet, but I'll go through that with my um, weekly preview on Thursday. And we have the Browns and the Pats in Foxborough. Mm, mm, mm. Things can't get any worse for the Browns because you got to go up against New England in New England. And New England is now 7-0. I don't see the Browns winning that game. They're going to need a miracle. They're going to have to knock Tom Brady out of the game to win that game. Raiders-Texans. And at Texans, um, I don't know. I'll give, you my, I'll give you my piece on that one later on in the week. Chiefs-Packers. Got to take the Packers right now. They're just playing lights out football. And Dolphins and the Steelers, who cares on Monday Night Football? That's a bad game. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna watch that Monday night football game. For real. But Cowboys get a bye, Ravens get a bye. And let's see. Thursday game of the week, I forgot who was that. Oh, Redskins Vikings. Oof. That's a tough week in the NFL to watch. But how about them Yankees? Ah! <laughs> Ooh, boy, Jose Altuve, my man came through. Who did he ever? I mean, you live for that bottom of the ninth. Oh, my goodness. Man, I heard I live in New York, folks. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The whole air came out of the city at that point in time. I'm not going to lie to you. 
It was sad. I'm not a Yankee fan. Don't get me wrong. I am not a Yankee fan. I'll watch the players. They're awesome team. But you knew they were not going to beat the Astros. They didn't have enough arms. If they had the arms, they would have won. I'm not going to take that again. That offense is just, it doesn't make any sense, man. Glaber Torres is a star. He's a stud. I mean, just think, they didn't even have Miguel Andujar. They were missing Stanton. I mean, God, they can just roll out a lineup and just pound you to death. But the basic rule that everybody knows, if you're a baseball player, you're a baseball fan, good pitching always stops good hitting. And I'm excited to see this World Series get going because, let me tell you something, you are going to do something special when you see Strasburg, Scherzer against Cole and Verlander. I know people don't like low-scoring games, but Scherzer versus Cole in that game one, oh my goodness. That's one for the ages. That's one for the ages. That reminds me of when I saw Pedro versus Clemens at Yankee Stadium. And they, the Red Sox won that game one to nothing. And Pedro and Clemens just went at it. It was just, if you're a baseball fan, it was, it was like watching art. Two artists just painting all day. But I can't wait to see that game. I really cannot wait to see that game one and Scherzer and Cole go at it because, oof, it all comes down to one pitch. You make a mistake. You make one mistake. Game's over. Game's over. You make one mistake. You cannot make a mistake for either team because Washington that's all they do is capitalize on mistakes. And if you got a guy like Scherzer on the mound, he's just going to bury you. He's going to bury you. So will Cole. But I think if I had to pick a winner for the World Series, I'm taking Houston. Um, that lineup from top to bottom is just, they just got depth. They got experience. But I got to say, the wild card in this is Steven Strasburg. Steven Strasburg beats Verlander in game two. Mm. Because I don't trust game, I don't trust Grinky in game three. I think Washington will light him up. But if Strasburg beats Verlander in game two, Washington has a shot. They have a very strong shot. Because to beat, you got to beat Strasburg and Scherzer in a four game series, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. But that's my weekly wrap-up of the NFL. It's just Straight Sports Talk Radio. I will be back on Thursday. My NFL preview, signing out. What up, man?